This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, January 26, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. The Human Freedom Index tracks the broad range of freedom across countries on planet Earth. And 2020, due largely to the pandemic, has been devastating to human freedom. The report's author, Cato's Ian Vasquez, details what happened and why the United States continues to fall in its commitment to protect liberty. Ian, you've always got a negative assessment whenever we talk about the Human Freedom Index, which is, uh, in general, what you say is human freedom's not doing great. The United States is slipping uh, in its rankings of human freedom. Uh, but this is the first year that we've had the pandemic, uh, included or the year that, that where the pandemic really took hold included. And you've also gone back in time to assess human freedom prior to 2008. So what does that bigger picture tell us about, uh, human freedom? Well, that's right. We now have data beginning in the year 2000 and going through 2020. So we can paint a pretty clear picture of global freedom and freedom within countries around the world during that time period. Frankly, the story of human freedom uh, over uh, part of that time period is a positive one. It increases uh, globally up until around the year 2007, where it it hits a peak. And then we see a slow decline, but it's still at levels that are historically high. Uh, And then in 2020, with the pandemic, it hits a, uh, it falls off of a cliff. And uh, the declines in human freedom are so large that we can say that uh, the coronavirus pandemic really was catastrophic uh, for human freedom. The The level of human freedom around the world falls back uh, w- below what it was in the year 2000. So it really sets us back in terms of freedom uh, for more than two decades. And we, we see freedom falling in virtually every country. Out of the 165 countries, freedom falls in 148 of them from 2019 to 2020. That's 94% of the world's population. And that's saying a lot because, as I said, um, from 2007 to 2019, we already were seeing declines so that between that time period, about 80% of the world's population was seeing declines in their human freedom. And we saw those declines in virtually uh, every area. Uh, so the, this really was uh, a disaster uh, for human freedom. And the question is, as the pandemic subsides, um, are we going to be able to recover the level of freedom that we had uh, before the pandemic? I think it's fair to say that we are less free today than we were in January of 2020, but only time will tell if we actually do recover those lost freedoms. So what are the dimensions along which uh, governments restricted freedom and what can we say with confidence about the, um, the, the parallels among countries in restricting freedom in part because of the pandemic? The loss of freedom occurred in rich countries and poor countries, in democracies and non-democracies, and they occurred in most areas where we measure freedom in in, in virtually every area. 
the rule of law, economic freedoms, uh, freedom of movement, freedom of expression, freedom of assembly and association, uh, certainly freedom of trade. And, and, and of course, as we all remember, all those areas were hit very hard during the pandemic because of the policies that uh, governments took. Some of them undoubtedly saved lives, and we don't get into um, whether some policies were valid or not. Uh, there were certainly excesses, and uh, the fact of the matter remains, we lost freedoms during uh, the pandemic. And, um, and it is very, it's become very clear that there were excesses, especially in the authoritarian countries that used the pandemic as uh, a pretext to crack down uh, on their own uh, population. But there were also excesses in, in democratic countries as well, in areas like expression, in areas like freedom of association, certainly freedom of, of movement. Um, and so what we can say is that during the pandemic, some of these trends that existed uh, before uh, cor the coronavirus outbreak uh, were accelerated. And so uh, scholars, free speech scholars talk about uh, the free speech recession that had already been going on around the world. And this was severely, uh, was, this was uh, very much accelerated during the pandemic. Uh, and so what we may see is that as the pandemic subsides and some countries regain some of their freedoms, we may see that the the freer countries become more free than during the depth of the, the pandemics, but that the authoritarian countries may not recover or may be going in the other direction. So we could say that the inequality and in freedom that already exists in the world may very well be uh, growing in the coming years. And that too uh, will be a result of the pandemic. And just to to give you an idea of what I mean by the inequality and in freedom, in the top quartile of countries, of the 165 countries that, that we measure, only 13% of the world's population lives. That is to say that 13% of the world's population lives in the freest countries, and 40% of the world's population lives in the bottom quartile, the least free countries. So there's a great inequality of freedom in the world. And that, of course, is a problem for a lot of reasons, because these civil liberties, these rights, these freedoms are inherently, uh, they have inherent value, but also they're associated with uh, improvements in the whole range of human well-being and uh, indicators of human development, like access to safe drinking water or prosperity or f decreases in infant mortality rates and on and on. So between 2019 and 2020, uh, you point to a large uh, decline in human freedom, a catastrophic decline in human freedom globally. But are there any countries that, you know, we might look to and say, hey, these guys, <laughs> they lost the least amount of freedom and uh, things seem to have worked out for them. Uh, they seem to have weathered this storm of the pandemic fairly well with respect to freedom. Certainly some countries did uh, did better than than others but the fact but because so much of the world's population 
94% lost freedom. Those countries are hard to find. And, and uh, some of them that did improve somewhat include countries that were very unfree to begin with. And so <laughs> they didn't see uh, much of a change. Whereas uh, the most deteriorated countries in terms of human freedom really saw big declines. And just to, to give you uh, an idea of which those countries are, uh, I'll give you the top 10 most deteriorated countries. It's Syria, Nicaragua, Hungary, Egypt, Venezuela, El Salvador, Burundi, Bahrain, and Hong Kong. For countries like the United States, where uh, it has long been viewed as a beacon, that is a country that is relatively welcoming uh, to people from around the world who are seeking a better life for themselves, it, it would seem all the more important now for the United States to try to regain that mantle. Where did the United States rank in 2019? And where is the United States in your latest uh, ranking? And what would be the biggest steps the U.S. could take to make it uh, shine a little brighter in the future? We've actually been following the United States uh, uh, ranking and ratings for many years now. And what we've seen is this long-term decline in, in human freedom. And the United States this, this year ranks 23. Its level of freedom fell and also its ranking fell by, by seven positions, which is significant. We can no longer say that the United States is... Um, the bulwark of freedom in the world. And I think we haven't been able to say that uh, for many years. It's important for Americans, of course, to regain their freedom and to ha have high levels of freedom, but it's also important for the rest of the world, not just because it's a place for people to go to and people to, to look up to, but also because the freedom of the freest countries is strongly associated with progress, not just in those countries, but around the world. It is in the freest countries that the innovations, the capital, the medicines, the cell phones, and all of the, those kinds of things are produced and then benefit people all over the world, lifting them up in terms of human well-being. And that's one of the reasons why we've seen in the last several uh, decades of globalization in vast improvements in human well-being in, in the poorest countries in the world, including in the countries uh, that are least free and that have not done that much to increase their freedom. They're literally benefiting from the freedom of free countries. So the loss of freedom in the United States is bad news, not just for Americans, but for the world. Ian Vasquez is the author of the Human Freedom Index, available now at Cato.org. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. <laughs>